G'day everyone, welcome to another instalment of the Chewing the Bat podcast. My name's Jack and I am gladly joined by good mates, Gus and Matt. How are we going boys? Pretty good, Jack. <laughs> what was the delay? <laughs> Just learnt that uh, Nathan Lyon bowled 52 overs in the first innings. Jeez. That's not healthy. You can't... Do you know that they... I think... Isn't he the only spin bowler? He's the only... Full-time spinner that, 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 yeah. that they picked, yeah. They should have picked two, I reckon. Well, Gaz probably thinks that now, just quietly <laughs> to himself. <laughs> is, is this an old stream that we're watching? It says the presents the TikTok Bernard Order Trophy. I'm guessing that's not TikTok, the dancing um, app. Bernard Kadir would be previous captains of Australia and Pakistan. To be yeah. honest, TikTok, TikTok would be a sponsor. sponsor. They yeah. sponsored the lunch break in the Ashes. When yeah. is this from? This isn't live. This is live, mate. We're on. <laughs> That's Uzi getting runs as we speak. Uh, we've got a fair bit of work to do. We trailed by 420 runs but um, against Pakistan. But anyway, we've got some lovely sport in the background. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Producer Frey, how are you going? I heard you uh, had a little quick trip to Sydney over the, over the week. Yesterday. Today? Yeah. Yesterday? Bit of both. Just a holiday. <laughs> as you Stressful do. Stressful holiday. Delivering well, passports. What was the purpose? Delivering a passport for a Secret young person. tennis player to fly to the L to the Los Angeleses and play some the city tennis. of angels. There's clutch. You could probably ask for a good percentage there if, uh, you know. Yes, yeah, seriously. You, you made the trip happen, or without you flying to Sydney with the passport in hand. Yeah, I'm a little bit upset. I didn't go all the way to Palm Desert because <laughs> Indian Wells is literally my favourite. T- tournament of the year. Is that why you stayed I there for a bit it. long? You were waiting for um, an invite. An invite. invite. <laughs> Materialised. It never came. So then he called us. Plane, left. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm not going then. Oh, that's a shame. What kind of... Is it, this is so offshoot, but you said you... I don't want to give too much away. You had to organise a visa quickly, right? Yeah. In my understanding, getting a visa for America to work is really, really hard. It wasn't that bad. It took like I feel like don't you have to do an interview online? Is it a travel visa or something? Traveling is yeah. probably easier, but it's, it's working, right? It's it's, it's a tricky. Tough. One. How does that work? Because Keno had to go to Sydney and interview at the American Embassy to go on student exchange. Yeah. For six months. So, I don't know the ins and outs and the legality for all the tennis players going over there on traveling visas because they're technically earning money, but they don't get paid in the U.S. Uh, the, yeah, because it's not the U.S. It's, it's a, they, ATP yeah. WTA pays to their accounts in the Bahamas or which wherever. Which comes out of... <laughs> which, which I think their base is London. Oh, London to Bahamas, Transac. Yeah. Easy peasy. Yeah, you should yeah. look for some property in the Bahamas. You mean continue searching for or tell oh, sorry, people con- about my properties in the Bahamas <laughs> either or if you've got some I'd love to go yeah you can stay there well that's um give you a random address <laughs> <laughs> just knock on the door mate it'll be open <laughs> <laughs> bit dodgy but anyway anyway what's going on so Jack? yeah oh not much um how are you me I don't know if I ever asked 
I don't think I've I don't think I've ever asked in return. <laughs> I'm spooked. I don't think you have either. Yeah, you good? No, nah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I've got a cup of Macona. You boys are on the teas. Dilma for me. It is a bit late. That's why I was a bit with o- with, Oatly. with the Oatly. Um, it is a bit late. I remember talking to a friend of the show, Tom Greer Smith. Apparently, having coffee after two is a no go. I think in your system, six hours. I think it's more. He too. went longer. I yeah. think he said eight to ten. Yeah. Uh, so he was like, if you want to get to have a slow metabolism. <laughs> six must be the sweet <laughs> spot, though. <laughs> Matt, producer Frey runs hot and fast. Yeah, fast I and loose. I fall asleep sipping a coffee sometimes. So It's like... Um, it's pretty up there. European culture, Then when they finish a meal, they finish with an espresso. Yeah, a little cup, a little something, maybe a oh, liqueur. That's, a a pit, that's a maybe pit. a sweet. Do you think that the, um, the impacts of the food coma outweigh the caffeine hit of the espresso? That's I why think they... so. I had a big lunch yesterday mm. and I had a coffee fairly soon after and no- I was just... I yeah, was nothing can knocked s- about. Nothing can stop a food coma. Rattled, yeah. You can't stop that. I just felt a bit full off thanks to the coffee. Do you guys still get food comas if you eat a lot of cold food? I could make it happen. I actually own... Oh. Cold it food. Was, it was What's majority cold. Like sushi? Like... I was majority cold yesterday. The only hot thing was garlic bread. What'd you have to eat? Range of salads, some cheeses, olives, I grapes, guess you can have like pasta bake. Uh, a lot of salads. cake, cream... Because like, I can have the smallest yeah, do it. little bowl of soup. And because it's like hot, it's hits the stomach. You. Like, you're not necessarily in a coma, but you just get that the sleepy straight away. It's quite <laughs> like a bowl of ice cream. The, bro- the body just wants to go straight to bed. That might be relaxing you. Yeah. That's like your sleep ritual, a or little food soup. coma. But I feel like, what if you ate like, he- you'd, if you're eating cold food, like just heaps and heaps of ice cream. It's not a food coma, you just feel sick. <laughs> That's well, what I think you do. I think you just hit your limit with ice cream. I don't know. I'll tell you what, though. Like Christmas, ham, bread, potato, leftover potato salad. That's yeah, cold. Yeah, you can go cold. I'm, sl- I'm sleeping after that. Cheers to myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Very true, Jack. Um, anyway, a bit of sport. Shall we get into it? Is there anything else we need to tick off? What have you been doing, mate? Recently? Yep. I was up on the coast. A um, bit of a family lunch this weekend. So. Cold? Mostly cold, so chasing around the second cousins or not sh- my cousin's kids. Not sure what the... Real- second cousins. Is it? Yep. Spot Your on. Your cousin's kids. Yeah. He's got a PhD for a reason. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> but he does have a sporting <laughs> highlight for one. us. We do I have do. sporting highlights. I think we want to... Should we, should we give our Warney highlights in tribute? Yeah. First? Sure. Terribly sad. Well, it's actually a bit of a... like with, In the cr- whole cricketing world, two days prior... Um, Rod Marsh. Rod Marsh passed Rod Marsh away. passed away. Heart attack. Yeah. Then no longer than two days after that, the news of the King, Shane Warne. Broke. Terrible news. Um, Friday, well, Saturday night. I think he was in Thailand. Yeah, Koh Samui. Yeah. Koh Samui. And the super sad thing, obviously it's, it's shocking news, but he was in Koh Samui not just for a holiday, but uh, like a mental and physical retreat. Did you know that? No, I didn't. He was with a couple of mates staying at a like a health resort. Oh wow! And he had a goal of getting like super fit. I did super see healthy. him post about that. He was like getting in this shape. Yeah, and he was he was July staying in Koh Samui at this um this a health retreat, both like a mental and physical health retreat. So um yeah, super sad news. It's but really sad. Age of fifty two. Yeah, too uh, soon. Very soon. But we thought, let's kick off with our favorite Warney moments. A little tribute. A little tribute. He's had some crackers. We just watched the top ten 
someone compiled a top 10 on YouTube. Warney Wickets. Warney Wickets. Um, uh, I guess we can try and compile a top three or throw in a few. Yeah, I've got a couple things spring to mind. Obviously, the ball of the century. Yeah, I wasn't alive, but... I no, none of, I don't think it. none of us will, but we enjoyed the highlights. Yeah, um, certainly enjoyed it. Well, wasn't wasn't the ball of the century, I think we just watched it, the, his first wicket in England? His, sorry, his first his first ball. I think so. Um, he His first test in England and his first ball. Yeah, so I believe he debuted in 92 in Australia and he maybe had a tour of the Windies. He didn't do super well here. He did all right in the Windies. Um, and I think Alan Border held him back from any tour matches or anything when right. they got to England. Yep. And so, or maybe he just didn't play too much and he, he play, bowled in a couple tour matches and AB said, just don't, just don't show him much. Like just roll the arm over. Yeah. And sort of kept him a bit of a secret. Yeah. <laughs> which made the build up even better. Like. Because who did he bowl? I think it was Gadding. Ga- he bamboozled him. Fully bamboozled. Like he went to play, what? What he assumed would be a ball that was nearly wide. Fairly stock standard. Yeah. Pushed onto the onside. And I think. Ripped back in. Just ripped past the face of the bat and took the off stump. Yeah. Top of off. It was incredible. I, don't, I didn't think a ball could turn that much out of a human hand. It's crazy. He had big hands. Yeah. You've got pretty big hands too. Just a side note. Maybe I should start turning a few. If you can keep them below the roof of it's the tough. net. Maybe. It's, it's tough. tough. To, it's, it's tough, tough to dip them. It is really tough. <laughs> not, not a skill I have. Um, my favourite yeah. of the Warnies was his mic'd up BBL uh, wicket. Just because he, just because we got a bit of an insight to what he was doing um, in terms of setting up his his bowl, and I think I think he was bowling to Sam's at the time. I believe you. I think. Yeah. Anyway, set set up a couple balls. He was on the mic to the commentators and literally said, "Look, I've caught him leaning a little bit here. This whatever way it was, I'm gonna." I'm gonna swing one in, swing one in a bit faster here, middle stump. Got him. Got him. Yeah, it was so, pretty cool. Like that's my, the insight into the cricketing mind. Yeah, which is which is epic, and that was Genius. that's like post career too. Yeah, that was Just like having to throw him the arm over. He wasn't certainly not in his prime because he was 37 or eight yeah. when he retired from the Test team. Mm. I don't know if I got that right. I think my favorite Warney thing, just in general, was the hair. <laughs> oh, so good. That's up there. So good. <laughs> the balcony celebrations. Yeah. It's up there. Oh, wow. No, I liked how most... Spin- like, if you look at Gaz, you would guess he's a spinner. Yeah. Most spinners just sort of creep in. They're, like, manipulating fine arts. Warney was aggressive. He was, like, a fast bowler. Yeah, he he, look, he looks like face value. He could, like, medium to fast pace. Like, he he, he was in their face. Like, he's, yeah. he would stalk, like, mentally target the batsman like and you had this sense of inevitability about it yes like if like i watched there was a i think from the 056 ashes in australia alistair cook was a young pup and warney eventually got him but he faced like 30 balls or something and i watched a a video of it on youtube and just the anticipation is just building throughout just crazy you can feel it too you could just feel it and i think that was that was pretty cool hunting Hunting. I've got something else. Yeah, go on. When I was in Antigua when I was 17. Oh, on schoolies? Yeah. <laughs> Must be nice. O- Otis would tell people that I was Do you know this Shane guy Warne's went to schoolies son? in the Car- Caribbean? Was it I the Caribbean? I don't know how you say it. Yes. But you were in the Caribbean. Well, Antigua. Antigua. Yeah. 
and Antigua and Barbuda. Here I am on like what well, uh, Magnetic Island off Townsville. Magnetic's pretty nice. It is nice. I've no, since been. No shame. No no disrespect to Magnetic, but in comparison to Antigua, come on. Under the guise of being Shane Warne's son. Anyway, sorry. No less. <laughs> Otis? Otis would tell uh, Dorman at clubs that I was Shane Warne's son because we were 17. Oh, really? <laughs> and they'd let you in. <laughs> yeah, blonde hair. Yeah. They'd like, prove it. And I'd be like... Ripped in a leggy? Just... Yeah. <laughs> yep, they must be. Below the ceiling. <laughs> must be worn. Yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. know if they believed it or they just took pity or they're just a bit loose there, but... I'll still be grateful to Shane for it. Uh, yeah, it's um. Anyway, I think he's. I hope, the, I hope he would have approved. He's one of the few that has retired from his sport on an absolute high as well. Yeah, you know how mm. you're like, especially when you're a legend like he was, and there you're like, oh, when, like you've had a great career. Like Fedzi we're, at we're the moment. We're ready for you to go. We're ready for you to just call it. Rip. But. It was what, like oh six, oh seven, and he's yes. like, "I'm gonna retire, playing the Ashes at the end of this season." Announced and then it. he's first person to get seven hundred wickets. Yeah, yeah like two days later, five oh whitewash in the Ashes. Why, like, why play another year and like or two years and retiring with all the boys? He got golden yeah. generation. Oh, it would be magical. Yeah, that, yeah. that's that's he true. He just that's, timed it well. That's so fitting. He finished on top. Especially he, after they lost in 05 yeah. in yeah. England. And brought it back 06 no, that's a great And he bowled ball. well in 05. Yeah, and all around, obviously he had a bit of controversy through the, like through his younger younger career. But ripped and teared. Ripped and teared, as everyone does. Um, let the boys play. But uh, everyone that you speak to and everyone around the world are just you know telling everyone how much of a good bloke he was. He was a family man. And, that's um, true. And looked after his mates first, but like he was, he was friends with everyone. Everyone's got a positive story. Everyone, Ed Sheeran posted, Elton John posted, Chris Martin, Coldplay, they're all good mates apparently. So, yeah, I saw a video of him coming on stage. Oh, in a Coldplay concert That's with the video. harmonica. Was it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, That's true. Everyone's got a good story to tell. So, but yeah. Well, he had a he had a mate tied to the uh, entertainment industry, didn't he? A cricketer turned singer turned Bollywood. Brett Lee. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> wonder how Brett Bing is going right now. Gosh. Is he making millions in Bollywood still? I don't know what Bing is up to. We should find that it's out. It's commentary. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. Just yeah, a anyway. sad day. Very sad day. And um, tributes are still flowing. Um, and yeah, I, I didn't quite... Obviously knew his... His... Um, power and he's and he's kind of everyone everyone loves warning in australia but i didn't realize how how far he stretched worldwide so mm. sad day for cricket not just in sport world cricket no yeah, yeah not just in sad sport day for the more world. than bigger than sport exactly bigger than cricket exactly um gus you got a highlight for us to kick things off on a more positive note yeah we can we can shift gears into the more abstract world of well, funny sport things that well, we usually well, yeah, like to well, play in we don't have uh, due to our lack of planning we don't have a sport of the week today I don't have a sport of the week but I do have an interesting sporting thing that happened and it, it was sort of like it, it it showed me a new thing I'm not sure I knew this rule it happened in soccer okay so it's a it's a week old last Sunday Sunday night our time Liverpool and Chelsea played the English League Cup final. Yep. 
obviously in finals you go to extra time if it's still a draw. Yes. And then you go to penalties. Yeah. So you play ten minutes of extra time. Fifteen minute halves. Two two fifteen. Two fifteen minute halves. Yeah. So they Gee, play that's a fair bit. Two hours of soccer before they go to penalties, so that everyone's juiced. Yep. So they had, I think there were four goals disallowed through the game due to offsides. Right. Nuts. Like, it was nil all the whole way through. Four goals disallowed. So, heaps of opportunity. Lots of opportunity. Some crazy saves from both keepers. Kelleher for Liverpool and Mendy for Chelsea. Yeah. Like, point blank, reaction, just nuts. Incredible. It gets towards the end of extra time, and Chelsea has uh, this other keeper, Kepa Aritha Belega or something, yeah. on their bench, and he, he's known as like a penalty specialist. That started because a couple of years ago in a cup final, he, the Chelsea coach tried to take him off to put the other keeper on for the penalties, and he said no. He was just like, no, no, I'm not coming off. Right. And then he saved a couple and won the match. Yeah. And since then, he's saved a few penalties, and he's become like a, he's the penalty guy. Yeah. Bit of a specialist, so they bring him on with a minute to go in extra time. To, in, as, a, as the keeper? As a keeper, even though their keeper, Mendy, has just made hectic saves. But he's the penalty specialist. Kepa, the penalty guy, comes in, right? right. So, you know, you nominate five shooters in order. Yep. If it's not finished by then, then you just, people start coming forward. Yep. And it's sudden death. Yep. But you can't recycle a shooter until everyone's been... Until everyone's been. They just, everyone just is taking like unsavable penalties. Like nuts. One of them, Liverpool's second one, he did the chip down the middle. So not not, not even the uh, penalty specialist himself could... Couldn't save any. The third one, Liverpool's like big... He's like 6'4", um, centre-back stepped up. A bit like you at futsal. Thank you. Kepa, the penalty specialist, <laughs> is standing on one corner of the net, right? Yeah. Like he's... he's it's mind games at this point because they usually guess. And he stands in the left-hand side and goes... With an open... Kick it there. Yeah. And... Fucking big Virgil van Dijk just <laughs> hits it like thunders it past him in the same spot, <laughs> and he just didn't do, he couldn't do a thing. Did he move? Did he cover the side or not? He could. It was where he was. He oh. just managed to get out of the way. Um, anyway, they get through ten people, including like an eighteen-year-old, all the defenders, everyone looking uncomfortable. The keepers have to then take it. So that's a it's mano a mano. Keepers have to take one. Yes. As the eleventh penalties, they're facing off. The Liverpool keeper used to be a striker when he was like 13 and hits this top corner penalty, nails it. Yeah. Penalty specialist still hasn't saved one. Steps up to take it. Penalty specialist now takes Penalty specialist is now taking it because he was brought on to save penalties and he just skied it. No. Loses the cup. I guess it... And Liverpool wins the trophy. (laughs) I guess they wouldn't know it would come down to that stage where the penalty specialist would have to take a penalty. You would never guess it. I didn't know it was the rule and then you go back through. So, as in, you didn't understand that they could bring on a penalty specialist? I knew they could do that, because I remember in a World Cup, uh, the Netherlands did it, and their keeper came on and saved a couple, and they went through to the next round in, like, 2014. Do you think that's fair? Or do you think that the the full-time uh, goalkeeper would have eyes in? Well, he was on fire. He saved a bunch. I reckon it's a case of you got to pl- you have to have time in the game. You have to be on the field playing for at least like a third. He didn't oh, do anything. Sure. He took yeah. a goal kick. Because that's tough to come in it. off the, like raw dog. He and literally then... took a goal kick and then he was into penalties. That's tough to do. Yeah. Sitting on the side eating pizza. Yeah. And one of them was a bit savable. He got a hand to it, but he couldn't keep it out. Hmm. I don't know. I'm not sure like if the other one's hot, but they obviously had a plan going in. 
Because the other one didn't complain. And, and ended up losing it because he missed. Yeah, it was cruel irony. <laughs> That's great. It was very interesting. One Chelsea. It was just crazy. I just, yeah, 10, 10 each from both teams are just phenomenal penalties. It's worth watching. Oh, yeah. The I'll fans are just melting down. Really? Like penalty by penalty, you can see the fans just head in hands, like, just like, I can't. Imagine then getting to the keepers. Keeper off. It's just a weird look. Gloves on, just standing there looking into each other. How good would you feel as a keeper slotting one in the top left? You don't take your gloves off to kick, eh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, slotting one, top left corner, and then next one gets missed, and he's just <laughs> celebrating. It does look weird. It's like when you're playing FIFA and you do a keeper run. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I remember like FIFA like 98 on PS1. Keeper runs were unstoppable. You can't stop the keeper. You couldn't. They got a force field or something around them because you just can't stop that. Yeah. Anyway, that's my um, fact. My interesting well, thing. Yeah, I didn't know that either. So there you go. Um, there you go. Sport of the week. Sporting thing of the week. Moving to tennis, we've had some pretty good, uh, all big tennis news for Aussies in particular over the last two days with Australia taking out their qualifying Davis Cup tie against Hungary. Come on. Um, this was a tough one because Hungary. <laughs> Rusty was there. Um, of course. Of course he was there. This is a tough one because Hungary have Fuskovic, roughly 30 in the world, but a class player and someone that could probably, he nearly did, but probably win the tie on his own accord. Spearhead. Yeah, definitely. But what does Australia do? They fight. They, they, f- and they fight. They, and fight. <laughs> they put out the demon. That's what they do. And the Kokonakis. Um Anyway, uh, first tie, Demon got a win in over Sydney. in Sydney as well, Ken Roswell Ar- Arena. That does help. With with the man himself watching. Um, was but, he? Yeah, Kenny, Kenny was there. Very good. Um, Muscles, I think that's his nickname. I think that's yeah. him. Uh, Why didn't they call him The Wall? That's true. Missed opportunity. Maybe he, maybe he was, wasn't as consistent as a wall. Well, no one is quite as consistent <laughs> as a wall. Rusty is. <laughs> That's why I picked his backhand last week. It doesn't miss, mate. It's like having a wall. <laughs> Continue. Muscles was there. Muscles was there. Um, so Dimonar took a win over. Oh, gee, you don't have to get his name up, producer Freight. Zomba Piros. Piros, who's what roughly a hundred ish in the world, maybe um, outside. The only information I've got in front of yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, he's two forty. Two forty. So tough, tough gig for Piros um, there against Dimonar. Uh, pretty. It was straight sets, I believe, but it was a pretty tight viewing. Um, Kokonakis had a tough loss in three over uh, Fuskovic, and Saville and Ebden. Sorry, Saville and um, Piers unfortunately couldn't get the jobs do- the job done in dubs. Six four six four, which was I think a big loss. Is that a bit of an upset? That's an upset for sure because Fus- Fuskovic didn't play dubs. Um, Dub specialists. And so two one down heading into the last singles. And the guys they played Dim- were both like outside the top five hundred and doubles. Yeah, yeah. So bad loss, very bad loss from the Aussies. Just a couple breaks. Um, yeah, Just and real conventional four four. But who else would you rather throw forward for a a tie saving match than the Demon? Takes the win over Fuskovic. Um, Seven six six four. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kokonakis getting a four and four win over Piros. So, so the cock sealed the deal. The cock sealed the deal. And, That's the headline. And boy, <laughs> should that be the name of this podcast? Yeah, probably. The cock sealed the deal. The cock sealed the deal. The, <laughs> the cock crowed? 
Cockroach. We'll, we'll come up with something. Yeah. It's got to be Cockroach related though. No doubt. Yeah. Um, yeah, so celebrations.com for the for the boys afterwards. Jason Kubler was there as uh, water, bo- water boy. Um, yeah, he was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I mean. He was training for the uh, week. He was amongst the... Yeah, he was in the, in the squad. He was in the squad. In the squad. Um, not the named squad, but he was yeah. uh, w- with the boys training. And, and, Did um, we list the Aussie players in the last one? The team? What, just then? No, in the last podcast when they... I don't think one. we did go No, through. no, because I don't think they released it, but it was what, Piers, Savile, as a dubs. Uh, Savile's debut as well. Unfortunately, it didn't go well for him, but... That's um, right. Savile's debut. Memorable. Mm. We also had Poprin there, ready to rumble if, if Thanasi was injured. Obviously, Thanasi and Demon. Um, Milman, yeah. no selection. Sore is... eye still. <laughs> yeah. Didn't see that coming. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. He's he's training he's training hard in Indian Wells. I've been looking at him. Yeah, and he's now he's in a bit windy. Apparently, he's just been watch out for flying debris. I suppose. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Keep that eye peeled. So, spin effects. Spin effects. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to get that in your eye. No. That's worse than a tennis ball. It's got spine mm. in its name. I imagine you yeah. don't. Um, I was actually uh, listening to the First Serve podcast today from last week, and they're talking about Johnny, Johnny Milman. It's a good listen. <laughs> I don't just listen to my own. <laughs> the boys in Canberra. I've got a huge queue uh, of pods. Uh, yeah. I'm a big trader if that's all it takes. They were, they were talking about Johnny Millman and how, because of his super physical game, um, in the last like couple of years, he's done a really good job of playing more aggressively. So he's taken a punt a little bit more on some of the rallies and playing and trying to go for, go for more shots, hitting bigger winners, taking more risks. And Not they were the re- Yeah, and they were relating it to Dimina because Dimina is a very physical player and... He he may struggle at the back end of his career with, with the type of style that he plays. That's true. It's based on a lot of gets. It's a lot of gets. Corner to corner gets. Yes, and will he? La- he's lasted. He's done bloody well so far in he's his career. Fit as a fiddle. Fit as, but will will that game style last? And as he gets older, will he have to change? Because as he gets older, he's not going to be as strong. He's not going to be as fast. Well, the way that he plays is how the next gen's coming through playing. So. In in a True. way, but he's, he doesn't he doesn't have the weapons though. He doesn't have a weapon of like a of a sinner or like a Alcarez or, and I think he needs to develop something. He's got calves. Yeah, even though he's fit as fit as a fiddle. One big calf, one bigger calf. Does he? Yeah, you should see his left calf. It's enormous. Bigger than his right. Way bigger. Interesting. Notably. Oh. He does dig out on the open stance backhand. Yeah, loves it. <laughs> that's all. That's all, That's probably all that is. <laughs> I don't know if you can develop a weapon if you don't have a weapon at age 20. It's tough too. So, I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm, to age be fair... 30, mate. We should... Huh? You say 30? Millman. I'm talking about the demon. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I, we should probably qualify this because compared to 99% of the world, he has huge weapons. But you take him to that level. Yeah. You take... Yeah. To play at that level, he's... More of a returner. To play what he's, say, 30 in the world, yes. his level. Yeah. To, to, to maintain that and to maybe break the top 20 and stay in the top 20, it's tough to do it without a weapon. Yeah. And it's tough to do it and maintain it with his kind of game style. So if he can do it, we. I think I got confused. There. I was talking about Millman's calves, not Demon. Oh. Demon, doesn't, Demon doesn't have calves. Right. He's got little pins. <laughs> You're too oh. busy thinking about calves. Um, Cars on the well, brain. I was, just, I was still thinking about like the the debris and Millman's eyesight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thinking about poor. Was it his left eye? 
I wonder which is his dominant eye. Is right. What is, is your? What, do you guys know what your dominant left. eye is? Left V. I don't know. It's not always left. Some people. Right handed. It's your left. That's not always. That's not always. Like Nadal's dominant eye is his left, and he's left-handed. Yeah. Only in tennis. What? No. I feel he's, like your dominant eye is just your dominant, dominant eye. eye. Surely. <laughs> he's, no, he's right-handed in all other sports except tennis. Oh, I see. Is that true? Tennis is the only sport he plays left. He plays golf right, I'm pretty so sure. So you're telling me it's more common to be a left left eye guy if you're right-handed? Yeah. In tennis. <laughs> <laughs> you're all smoking mirrors, mate. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really know what I'm getting from you. Which is your dominant eye, Jack? Um, I'm going to say right. No, just, just do it. Taking the Mickey do the ball. diamond thing. Look. Th- look. Okay, give us two seconds. Jack's going to put a dot. Di- for kids at home, you do a diamond with your hands, put them in front of you and look at someone. Okay. And then you test which eye you can see. Go a bit closer to you. It's your right eye. Well, how did you know that? I can only see your right eye. You've hidden your left. Oh, so you're looking through. Right Close your right eye if you can. I what? can't see you. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Matt's a two-eye guy. Producer. <laughs> yeah. It, it's just I can the, see a bit of your right. Yeah. Now it's both. Cyclops just in the middle. Yeah. He's a... No, he's a mid- refresh, refresh. Close your eyes and start again. Just instinct. You know too much. And then go close to your face. Be closer. <laughs> he, he pulls it back towards his left and then he shifts it middle. <laughs> Well, no, he's focus. cheating the system he's your right eye dominant my man I'm not I reckon you are well, I've got bad eyesight so maybe he's just struggling to see through try- the gap I was just trying to focus yeah that was all oh, okay. I think it was I think it was left uh, um, so that's interesting because Zoran did that with me back in the day and he was like if it's your right you can afford to be a bit more back on the like you can afford yeah. to be a bit more open with your body on your forehand we, yeah you know who adopts that methodology um, that method as well is Moritogolu Really? In a lot of his videos, he does like with the kids, like in terms of serving and positioning, what what eye dominant are you? And the kids are like, what? I don't know. Yeah. He does the test, what you just did. I didn't realize it was that simple. Yeah. And um, <laughs> changes technique to fit the dom- the domination of the eye. Yeah, because I've got a, I've, I'm very left eye, so I have to be head down on my forehand or it goes wrong, which happens a lot. Head, oh, okay. Like I have to be like, Head over, head over, head ball. over ball. I can't afford to be like a big dog because I'm not <laughs> like open body slapping. I can't Can afford you it. Can be ambi-oculus? ambi ambioculus, ambi That sounds alright. Yeah. Oculid. Um, what's the normal word? Ambidextrous, ambioculus. Potentially. Just, don't know. I'm, you're pretty close to middle. I still don't know if you're hacking the system. <laughs> I'm not trying to. <laughs> I think you're just too close to me. Could be. Um... All right. Well, I don't know who Australia play. <laughs> I don't know who Australia play next in the Davis Cup, but I believe they have. They're into group stages at the moment. At the, uh, coming up. Next round will be following. We'll have a look and we'll get back to it. But um, we'll get we'll get back. To we'll you. get we'll be get get back to it. Uh, Indian Wells coming up soon, so that's uh, bloody exciting. Um, we'll come back to Indian Wells. Too because it's going to be possibly might possibly come up a bit later in, in, in the chew today. Um, in further news, further sporting news, I think officially in the F1, um, which starts on 20th of March in Bahrain, yeah, around the corner, Nikita Mazepin is officially out. Bye, Felicia of, of Haas. Um, <laughs> of, um, obviously, the Mazepin family sponsoring the Haas uh, race car. 
of which Nikita was racing for Haas. Um, with the ongoing difficulties within Russia and Ukraine at the moment, Haas it's politically correct pulled the pin. <laughs> I don't want to say anything wrong, you know. Yeah, smart. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's now, t- tough time. I sent you guys a picture. Did you? Of a bunch of it was just like a, a general list of all the the Mes- people that have stopped messenger or IG stopped taking um, Russian sponsored thing I'm trying to find it oh imagine the millions of dollars that they would have lost out from just sponsorships alone here we for go people these so just to name just read them out just, just to name it. a couple yeah Adidas Amazon Apple Audi BBC BMW, Coca-Cola, HP, Google, Ford, FIFA, Sony, Snapchat. So those companies in one way or another have... YouTube, UEFA, Samsung, (laughs) Facebook. So what are you trying to say? Those companies in one way or another have dropped... the Russian market. Oh, right. Visa and MasterCard said they're not servicing there anymore. That's on the list too. I didn't... Which is pretty big because I don't know how... Netflix, Nestle... Yeah, that is... Nestle. Nestle no. is evil. <laughs> <laughs> and even they're out. They're out. Um, so anyway. Yeah, is Warner out? Speaking of out. Nearly. Did you see that? Good LinkedIn. leave. The stumps have TikTok on them. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> anyway. Um, that's criminal. TikTok. <laughs> That'll crumble a society. <laughs> <laughs> that's not right. We won't name that brand. That's going to get so many viruses on... Etsy. Russian teenagers' computers. Adult online company. Yeah. Go figure. Um, anyway, Mazepin's out. Disney. Yeah, Goodbye, so, Nikita. So let's let's go back to the F1 just for a moment. So uh, with Mazepin out, obviously we probably the F1 won't be racing in Sochi. Or no, they're definitely not racing in Sochi. They're out. It's all done. What Same you, with tennis. They're not running any tournaments. And yeah, I think we spoke about that. Yeah, it's um. Sochi's off the cards. Sorry, Putin. It's a tough one. It's a tough time. But anyway, it's a That'll pretty hurt. big hit. Yeah, that will hurt. I don't think it hurts the F1 too much. No. F1's pretty big. It's pretty I think big. They and could no, plus they're Haas. sponsored by Crypto.com now. They're fine. Literally, literally. <laughs> and plus Haas will pick up another sponsor pretty mm. pretty quickly. I'm sure there's a couple of big juggernauts out there that want to get their hands Just on Just want to dip in. Probably watch the documentary and dip think. On, dip no. their toe, yeah, dip like, their toes in a... Um, it's like a... Is it Pele? Was it Pele or Pepe that bought the Davis Cup rights? I think it was Pele. It's Pele. He just wanted to dip his toes in the Davis in the tennis market, so which is pretty outrageous. He's an old man, old man with a f- football background. Well, he's one of the goats, mate. Yeah, yeah. but it's football. I don't know if you yes, want to. Correct. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> football. Come back to this. Talk about practice. Um, in our chat a little bit later in the podcast, but I was just listening to a golf podcast, and he was speaking with um, a fellow who is working with NFTs in the golf space. And they were saying, you can buy NFTs. I don't know how it all links together. I don't know enough about the blockchain. We won't get into that though. The DAO and all that. I hate NFTs. But the (laughs) NFT then counts as your golf membership and all the funds then go into a, a treasury, which will then fund this company to purchase a golf course in America. (laughs) <laughs> and your NFT then works as your membership. Mate, it is phenomenal. And he's saying like, we're going to, over the next few years, we're going to see, you know, companies forming these blockchain digital assets, which link directly to physical assets. 
Mm. And they were like, imagine if your favorite sports team, name it, Gus. I refuse. The Broncos. The Broncos. All of a sudden, you can I got so become nervous. a part owner of the, in Broncos. the Broncos along with 10, 20, 30,000 other people. Isn't that and just have, buying a membership? No, no. But, but the difference is that you're buying into it. So, you actually have a say. It's a share. You get yeah, a share. So, and you can actually vote on the doings of depending on the your sh- so that's public public listing. Exactly, public listing without the chaos of. Well, there's still chaos because you know ten thousand people are voting, but. Um, we'll a see. lot of people don't vote at AGMs. It's, it's safer. Yeah. Like you get a vote with RACQ. It's true. Did you know that you can go to the AGM and vote on RACQ oh. things as if you have? Do you pay for RACQ? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you can go to AGM. You got to vote. Didn't know that. Yeah, no one that. goes, so I don't reckon many as many people would go. But would you thought. if it was just an online vote? Maybe. There you go. If they were like, should we give blockchain? Should we give Selwyn <laughs> Cobo a ten-year contract? Yes or no? And I'd be like, yes. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. As an owner, I exercise my right. Well, like in tennis, like Moritoglu is doing this NFT thing where. It's essentially like putting money into a player. Like you buy the NFT, mm. quote quotation marks for <laughs> some uh, for um, say someone ranked like eight hundred in the world. And you can al- almost like take a punt on them. You can give buy I don't know the NFT for ten grand, which then funds the player. And if the mm. player's stock rises, so they rise in the rankings, then they become more valuable. But it's not. But and that's- you can sell, you know, the NFT. Not even about their ranking. It's about the scarcity of the amount of stock that you can buy online. And then, obviously... I'm, more, it, I'm so It's confused. crazy. Yeah, I don't You've understand like, this world. You've lost me. I don't it's understand this world. It's like scarcity and demand, <laughs> obviously. It's just basic economics. I know that. Yeah, mate. I did. So, I did. Yeah, we were both. We were finance boys, mate. Yeah. Finance minor. <laughs> like that I asset, spent four years doing that. That asset will go up. <laughs> Hopefully, unless they do something stupid. Oh, yeah. It all sounds pretty stupid. But well, anyway. supply and demand I'm, curves. I'm going to buy in. I want to. I want. I'm Surely gonna... not. <laughs> well, I love curves. Or he's, he's buying buy. NFTs, mate. Absolutely, I will. You're sacked. Free money. Your examples of NFTs. Chewing the bad NFTs coming to you. Surely. <laughs> no, I no, 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 no. I anyway, let's move on. Um, let's get out of this. Speaking NFT. of which, our horses are worth about eight times what they were. We don't have I ho- forgot we had do horses. We have horses still. We have digital horses, man. Do they ever race? Oh. Didn't need to. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Up in value. We didn't we didn't earn any money from racing, but the value of the horses that yes. we own. Get them going. Let's get, get them in. going. What if they lose? we had the horses? They can't they're not winning. I don't know what lane they need to race out of. I don't know what distance they're best well, let's, over. Let's it get would it take going. Hours of testing. I don't have that. Have time. you been secretly racing these horses behind our back? I haven't been racing them at all, but the value <laughs> in the black market? The, the black the horse and crypto market. What's his, anyway, name? What's his name again? Cade Cunningham. That's right. <laughs> How much money did we put into the horses? Undisclosed I think amount. that's a secret. Was it under 100 bucks? Undisclosed amount. Is it under or over 100? Yes. Is it... It wasn't $100. Was it under 200? Speaking of basketball... <laughs> My guy. Yes, it was under $200. Yes. <laughs> How can you make money on them not even racing? Because the... Scar- it's like owning a house, mate. Siri. Siri. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. This is um, I've had enough of this NFT rubbish. Um, the future. <laughs> the future. When Cade Cunningham goes huge, you you won't have had enough then. 
No, I'd be well on board. <laughs> yeah. FOMO. FOMO. Um, I could have sold it without telling you. We, will, we'll, we'll, yeah, we may actually come back to this topic in one of the chew topics, so hold your thought there. Mm. Um, a couple of little highlights before we move on to the chew. Uh, if you hadn't seen... Okay, question. Playing golf. Um, <laughs> we don't do much of it. Well, Angus doesn't anyway. But um, <laughs> a gimme, right? How, how often or out of 10 would you make a gimme? A one foot gimme. You would make it zero out of 10 because you pick it up anywhere within a meter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting, mate. I've seen it. Yeah. That's a gimme. That's a gimme. I'm hitting putts though. I'm a putter. I probably do. I would hit, I don't know, four or five out of 10. You reckon? What I'm if you're the number golf. one golfer on the planet? 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Um, John Ram missed, I think it was at the, what's on that at the moment? The Palmer Invitational. Arnold Palmer Invitational. Mr. Gimme. Seventh hole. It was, it was less, it was more than a gimme too. It How was close? Probably under a foot. It was like 25 centimeters. But having said That's that, I think close, it was, yeah. I think it was, but it wasn't a practice putt because you know how you practice putt like next to the ball? It was. He it. did a couple and then he went to the ball and it was like he went to practice putt again, but then just like tapped Brain it. just tripped he out. Did, yeah. He did like a backswing. It looked like he was just lining up that his backswing was straight and then he like released and it, only, it, rolled, it trickled like shot 10 his, centimeters. He shot his he load. He just looked around at everyone. <laughs> yeah, premature soon. e-putulation. Uh, <laughs> oh, whoa. How long have you been waiting to hold that one for? About two seconds. <laughs> just like he did. That's quick. <laughs> Stop. All right. Um, that's our highlights for the week. I'm sure that there was many Clarky? more. Clarky dived into Sydney Harbour did to save go? someone. Did he? That's yeah, my he captain. A couple boys. That's my Australian cricket captain. All right. Well, I need to do a bit of digging into that because that's big news. That's hero stuff. Get ready for for a saving your life. He probably said <laughs> dived in. I couldn't find that. I was oh, looking. No. Let's roll. Um. All right. Let's uh. Let's chew. Let's chew. Producer Fresh, should we rip into the chew? Yes, sir. I was waiting for the sound effect. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I was trying to surprise you guys. You can't ask for a sound <laughs> he was, effect. I was trying to throw you I the I was line. waiting. He was waiting. Um, we've got a few topics for the chew. Uh, we're going to start off with what we alluded to before um, within the esports realm. Um, I believe producer Frey has hit us with a topic, conversational topic. Um, thoughts, queries, concerns, fire away, producer Frey. So you guys know what esports are. I'm familiar. League of Legends, know, Dota, exactly. yep. e-racing, CSGO, CSGO, making money, Jinx, playing video games, looking anyway. cool, chess these days. Yeah, you can do that online, make money on that. Um, horse racing. Yes, Zed digital run. horse racing. Anyway, I was thinking about how we've got all this like new tech coming into the world, drones, VR. All Some this of the stuff. drone displays at the Olympics, for example, unbelievable. Nuts. And there is drone racing. And I've seen like that. that. That's crazy. But I, I don't know if it's considered like if there's like a world champion sports style yet. I was just wondering, do you think we're going to start seeing professional sports that we already have start taking futuristic spins? So, For example? Say you're, you want to play professional golf. But yes, I do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. He's but with his following. Yeah. <laughs> Golf I mean, sims have gotten so good now yeah. that you can walk up to the ball. True. 
take your stroke and that will It'll go relay in yeah. in a course. Yeah. Basically. And have people compete Yes. In golf sims on a pro stage. Yes. And how Oh, is that where you're going with it? Oh. Yeah. I'm talking like we'll make this professional. Like these guys. Well, there's getting, there's no reason why paid. you couldn't because um the the golf an e tournament yeah exactly well the golfing Gosh. the golfing um random golf club who we watch a fair bit of they they're based in Austin and um they have they just created their own store in Austin Texas and Silicon in the store Valley. is is a bar they sell merch but they also have like two or three golf sims where you can just kind of have a drink hang out have a whack that's pretty cool choose um, any golf course on the globe so there's no there's no reason why you w- couldn't host a tournament. Mm. in there you could have right? multiple sims yeah you could link people up online surely yeah you could be playing from Australia against someone in Austin, Texas save the travel yeah that's a great idea everyone yeah. play you the same course you could be playing the Saudi pro surely that's got to be a thing already you could go much quicker because you could have people playing at the same time and you don't have to walk to the ball I guess you ball. have that anyway but you yeah. save the walk you don't have to walk to the ball <laughs> yeah you just Tug it down. Mm. It's just, but it obviously takes out the, you know, inconsistencies the, of the line. And the, you and need but, some but patches the, of rough, etc. But but maybe that's the thing. Do you want to keep it just like a smooth, no conditions play, and just like let's hit, just see who, who yeah, it's a good clean ball. And then if you want, you want the conditions, you just go outside and play normal golf. Well, It'll be interesting. The ground in the sim under is like synthetic grass that actually lengthens and shortens. Yeah. You could do that easy well, enough. Because even um even even the pros aren't hitting every golf shot clean. Like they'll miss a few by a bit. They're like they're not going to put every golf sim shot on a dime every single time. Yeah. I mean it would be a so, different sport. True. It would be a different sport. Mm. Yeah, it would be interesting. But, I'd watch it if someone made the tournament. Yeah. Just to see. It'd be it'd be interesting to see if they can transition it from a like a like a pub vibe uh, to like a real swing. competitive looking thing yeah and how do you do that like it's not a it's not a spectator sport unless you stream it where are you watching it twitch yeah, yeah. To it'd be a twitch with. yeah it'd be a twitch thing probably right? and then stan sports starts streaming it and ko and get us on commentary no why not perhaps you're, you're onto something here mate yeah. buy a couple golf sims oh i would love to but try not a just golf, golf. Sim. i'm i just like wanted to see what you guys would think can, how can you transition what futuristic style of soccer football if you I guess it'll have to be a similar football. concept like like um, penalties or something mm. anyway that's a great one gosh I don't know how you could We're do gonna, that you could make totally different sports obviously you could the golf one would be something that in. could be done tomorrow yeah, that's actually realistic. Yeah. I thought we were going to talk rubbish, but that's actually... That's a great idea. I'd like to see that. And that could be organized. Maybe we should. Yeah. Yeah. And then... How you, much is a golf sim? that would... 300 bucks. Super, Super Saiyan Tan was like... Are they? Yeah. For a cheap one. For a cheapie, but a couple grand. Up to a lot of couple But grand. I guess you need space and a, you need a spot for it to set it up. We could fit it in the garage. We would... Our housemate Super Saiyan threw, threw the idea to us because he wanted to clear the garage out. And golf sim up. Golf sim. That's pretty sick. Yeah. Anyway. I'll have one. One day. That'd be great. That's... Um, Me too. We could expand on that. We could do an eSports episode in the future. Bring Slopey on. True. I'm already into it. <laughs> we know an eSport professional. Yeah. Legit professional. What's so. what? He was playing... PUBG. 
PUBG. Yeah. Mm. Um. Anyway, I don't know, think he I plays a bit league. Of a CS:GO for a He's while. more of a. He was more of a Dota guy. He got guy. recruited. He got recruited to teams to go to fly to, to, to Melbourne and Sydney and yeah. yeah. Took out a tournament in Melbourne. Yeah. If you can bet on it, it's a sport. My guy can play. Probably fair. And you can bet on the esports. There you go. Um. Let's that move on nice. to a another chew topic. We've got a few. Usually we just triple threat, triple th- triple threat. Smaller bites. We we don't have much time. We're pushing an hour soon. Like so we've cracked a little it. strawberry wafer into three little bites Ooh. to chew. So it's almost that's a good. tease, though. What's your favorite wafer flavor? Vanilla, strawberry, or chocolate? Vanilla. For me, criminal. <laughs> it's got to be strawberry for but me. You can have vanilla. I was going to say strawberry too. That's that's a good point. What's that um, coffee one? Ooh, that one's. Ooh, like tiramisu yeah but it's this wafer still it's like the coffee flavoured it's With like a chocolate cream. coffee yeah, yeah yeah I think I'm gonna have to go strawberry vanilla actually I'll say vanilla is better than chocolate I don't know why I lashed out yes, you. I, I think I think strawberry is like hits the spout With a, like chocolate's good but the wafer for some reason doesn't quite hit no. <laughs> just sorry for lashing out just super passionate about my wafers <laughs> I haven't had one in a while like we would have coffee cake down the road they put a mini wafer on yeah, top of the coffee so good. it's unreal did you guys call a Kit Kat a wafer Got wafer through it. It's it's more chocolate. It's oh, it's yeah. a lot of chocolate. It's thick chocolate. <laughs> That's what I mean. It is definitely not a wafer. I think of I think like if you have more than one stick at a time, it's not. I would wafer. put it in the chocolate yeah. category, but in miscellaneous, it's like a bicky chocolate. Yeah, if because chocky bicky. Yeah, chocky bicky. But not. It's not a chocky bicky. It's, it's not a chocky bicky. But having said that, a chocolate coated uh, Scotch finger goes in the biscuit category. That's true. It's not chocolate. It's not true. chocolate. But that's originally a bicky with chocolate added. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where are we going with this? Let's draw it back. Uh, um, <laughs> okay. They're like a digestive yeah, biscuit. Yeah, they're good too. Wow, some killers. Um, we'll come back with the top three biscuits of all. Like next week, homework for this week. Top, top three. Top bickies. three bickies. Easy. Light work. I'm done. Don't do it now. <laughs> I won't. I'll save it. I'll save, save it because you might, you might come up with something during the week. And yeah. I'll let me so just... top three and then a number four wild card. I think I've got a wild card. Quick question though. Considering I grew up in Canada. No. The definition of... <laughs> so can I, can I also choose any cookie... Yes, a bicky. you can't choose savoury scones, but though. it's got to be like a well-known. You can't be Do you know like what I mean? a, like you can't a, be like a biscuit with my chicken wings, or like a, a savoury scone thing. Yeah, yeah. Or, or like no, a pumpkin no, no, spiced no. like cinnamon something shebang. And they've applied the word bicky to it. Yeah, you can't do that. No, but cookies are bickies in this context. Yeah, cookies. Like choc- are I think cookies. Biscuit. Yeah, I'm counting cookies. Double choc. Because my whole life, I've shortbread. A cookie's only a bicky if it's dry. That's it. Could be fair call. Because, mm. you know, you go, to, you go to Subway, you're not getting a, oh, can I get a chocolate chip bicky? No, a you get a Subway. They sell cookies at Subway. That's a cookie because mm. it's soft. Soft and soft. moist. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. Whereas a hard, crunchy chocolate chip. Who do you reckon's a bicky ex- expert that we know? Super Saiyan. He's the least oh, of the week. <laughs> we'll have to get him on and talk about he this. He probably likes Marie, Marie, Marie biscuits. Is that how you say it? And scotchies. Mary biscuits, Marie yeah. biscuits. What's the, the big thing in Africa? What's the one with the iced vovo? Wild card, pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> wild card <laughs> level. Week, next week. Okay, all right. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Sorry, boys. Um, number two. The we, I don't know if we've got time for the last ones, but we'll see how we go. What's the last? What's or well, the last? So we want to talk about the fifth Grand Slam on the tennis calendar. What will it be? What could it be? The possibilities. Yeah, let's um, do that. Can I start? 
Oh, of course. On this one? Please do. Because I had a change of heart because my immediate reaction was Indian Wells. Yeah, and we roasted you for it. You roasted me. Fair enough, But it's already... already, (laughs) Not fair enough. It's already a 1,000. It's already huge. All the players play it. It's a similar format. It's just not five sets. Yeah. But then I was thinking, you can't have another one in the US. Grand Slam. No. We need a new... We need a new country. Can't be England. Can't be Australia. No. Can't be the States. No. France. Or no, France. Asia. Shanghai. I thought about Asia and I was like, no, let's go more obscure. Let's go dirt court India. India? Mix it up. We don't see a huge amount of players from India and I think it's because... They don't necessarily so have the same opportunity. Do you reckon the and the same amount of tournaments through India? Yeah, fair enough. Don't see it. Do you reckon the ATP? There's no chance that an Indian player is getting a wild card at any Grand Slam. That's for sure. But you certainly get them at your home Slam, like Australians do. Exactly. Do you think the ATP and WTA will invest in India? Do they have existing tournaments there? Yeah, there's a couple. What level? Two fifty. I, I don't think there's any 500s, so I, there might be a 250. There's a lot of th- there's a lot of challenge challenges. Challenge, there's yeah. a lot of ITF yeah. like 15s, oh, so 25s, but actually some part northern India can get very very cold, so I might yeah. retract that. And I just thought but, that would be a really cool place. It's a new scene. I like it. And then working out a couple of trades, like we'll start to see more Indian players. You know, wild card AO because they want to do a trade with an Aussies. Wild card in the French. Um, well, the French doesn't do wild card swaps, but with the US maybe. Yep. I don't mind that. India's it's a big market. It's a wild card. That expands the game. It does. That's my favorite. And it's, a, it's, it's an untapped market. It'd be tough to do. You'd have to put in... F- they love sport in India. They go nuts. If you get, if there was a slam all of a sudden, like the crowds would be mental. I'm not sure where mm. you'd put They'd it. They'd be so excited. India. But it's, got, it's a big investment though. Like you got to... Probably like Bangladesh because they're a little bit more like... Not in loose it. with their rules and wait what are you saying Bangladesh like it's a part of India or are you shifting well, gears shifting but I don't know wait we're staying in India <laughs> hang on Bangladesh yeah I thought about it because I was like there's a lot of like maybe Delhi but it's um, pretty hectic it's actually hectic it's, everywhere it's, in India but yeah but yeah, like, there's a, a there's religion all through India as well like there's a you've lot been of rules. Yeah, a couple times. And one time, no, a couple mm. times. What do you? Yeah, you know, I reckon you it got, could and be. You got five, four, five different religions all around. Yeah, I, I, I don't do. Think that impacts I, tennis. I do agree with your switch of mind, though. Like as as good of a tournament as Indian Wells is, out of the four slams, as we said before, what's number one for you? And Wimbledon. You? Wimbledon. What's number two? Oz. Oz. Three. Oh. French. Four. The us. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the same page today. Yeah, we're shooting from the hip. So, to me, that just speaks, like, unless it's a massive money play and you put it in New Orleans, I don't think we can have another Grand Slam in America. you got to go elsewhere. And I think, I, we, well, you spoke, you mentioned it before as a smoky, but Shanghai. Cause Similar idea. Well, I think the, the ITF are talking about if, if they were to do another sl- fifth slam... Asia's an untapped market for it as well. Yep. Just can't do China at the moment. Um, no tournaments in China yeah, at all. True. Oh, oh right. true. Yeah. Which also I probably rules about out Hong Kong, unfortunately. Singapore. 
but Singapore would be great. Singapore would be cool. I bet they'd do a dope center. Imagine if you said to Singapore right now, if you, can you have a Grand Slam in five years? They'd be like, easy. And you can have it for 20 years plus. And it's going to look nuts. Oh, it'd be unbelievable. Like we're going to put it somewhere crazy. They'd be over the water for sure. Yeah, just like a little like 16-court center. They'd build an island somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'm confident. They'd split Sentosa in two. <laughs> and, just dra- and then drag it down a bit. <laughs> Whack a few tennis courts on. Um, that could be a shout. Yeah, I reckon Asia, Singapore. Um, Where would you fit it in? What, I want to think about the season. Turn the calendar. Well, that's that's probably the toughest part. You would have to sacrifice a series of like ATP 250s. Some sort of swing somewhere. Which, you, which actually is just after... You'd have to put it between the Oz and... Um, uh, the US. The US, US uh, French. French. What's, what's, what's the next slam? French. French. Yeah, you, you could you could make your way Oz swing, go up eight hour flight Singapore, because it's That's a bit of a after, it's, it's a it's a tricky period um, now in tennis because depending where it is too. Yeah, because you got people staying here. We have got people. We got uh, players going to like Mexico playing ITFs and Chile, India playing Chalies. We got people going to Europe randomly to play two fifties and five hundreds like Stockholm, um, etc. yeah come on come on come on i was thinking but um i think i think it'd have to be like for example right now if we were just wrapping up this is the break this is this is kind of like yeah like they have a week off from the oz swing or two weeks off from the oz swing is that the wet season in singapore i think it's always wet but yes, you're right. Maybe you get roofed. Oh, they'll build indoors. They'll do indoor yeah. court. That'd they'd be interesting. They'd have to do it at the same time as Indian Wells. What surface? What? Well, that would sting. Slam? Well, I, I, would I, sting. Would, I would think that it would be before Indian Wells. So it's been what? It's a already month. happened. So, yeah, like it's late Feb. We, a we, month like later. We watched the final three days ago. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. So then, so then I don't mind that. I mean, French and Wimby are like a couple weeks. Yeah, and it's only... So why not? Just a couple swings. Go boom. court back to back. Yeah. Double. Double and then wait for and then the, the majority of the players from the Slam, the Singapore Slam, will have two weeks off before Indian Wells anyway because they're losing. That's true. It's only the finalists that are having only a five-day turnaround. It would keep the momentum up for the tennis get, season. Yeah, a couple of days at the start of the tournament anyway. Yeah, I'd keep the momentum up hugely if you went Slam, Slam, Indian Wells. When do you get a break though? True. When's your off? I think the break will just, as an individual player or team, oh, you just you just select tournaments that you don't want to do. It's like what Barty does. You know, yeah, she it, does miss a couple every now and again. And she's happy even to. She's, she's missing Indian Wells and yeah, Miami. It, even though, obviously, a part of it's because she's injured, but I think a lot of it's just like a mental break. Management like, as well. And she's that far ahead in the rankings, so. Building a house. Yeah, dream house. Getting married Ipswich. Ippy. Springfield. Springfield. Up, up in there. It's pretty the nice lakes. up there. Yeah, yeah it's nice. You can get down to Orion Shopping Centre. Is that where, is that it, is it? At Springfield, yeah, at the yeah. lakes, yeah. Used to work out there sometimes. Um, so Not at the shopping center. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're going India as an option for the fifth slam. I do like India. Singapore. Like, I look do at like how India, big the IPL is. But it's got to be in one of the Asian, big Asian countries, right? India inclusive. I think that is the natural idea. But what you Unless said earlier. Russia, but we can't do that now. Not right now. Monte yeah. Carlo was also a good shout earlier. Monte just Carlo. It's glamorous. Yes, and maybe just another needs one a on clay. Vibe. Yeah, well, a different I, vibe. Monte Carlo is like pretty Frenchy. I think. Yeah, it, I think yeah. Singapore will provide like a, like the US is obviously fast indoors as we, what Singapore may be, but the US is pretty like in your face, intense. Like I think Singapore Hot. will be. 
Also would be hot. Oh, obviously hot, but like a like a classy, the classy slam. Rich. Yeah. Who got dropped? Yeah. Uzi. Oh, oh dropped on 22. I didn't know that. Missed um, it. So, yeah. I think India, Singapore, great shouts. Another one in Oz, maybe. For money. Adelaide. Adelaide. And the only people allowed to enter are uh, Cockernacus. <laughs> and the Demon. <laughs> and they just play the final every year. <laughs> so, it's an invitational. Yeah. It's an exhibition yeah. match. No, invitational the slam. Fifth. All right. So, the fifth slam, we've locked it in. Is Who wins that? <laughs> I don't know. They got a bunch of slams each. <laughs> <laughs> two two thousand two thousand ATP points for the winner, <laughs> and and you only have one match one match to defend each year. <laughs> Easy peasy. I should never be. I, like in, I should never be in charge of. Okay, there you have it. ATP. The the fifth slam going to Adelaide, hosting two players only, two men. Kyrgios can sometimes get a wild card, and one of the other two will get a buy. Maybe one every second year. There's a semi-final with the wild cards. So yeah, with Kiggs and whoever, and Millman, Jace Koobs, Swing Dog, Swing Dog Mill. Yeah, you one year. Maybe. Yeah. Why Maybe. not? Smokey. <laughs> Imagine the points. <laughs> It'd be unbelievable. Semi-final loser at a slam. Must oh, be nice. Very nice. Um, yeah, I reckon that's. You a- get a final eight pin. <laughs> yeah. That's a goer, I think. Alright, you oh, convinced me. Co- Sorry, half, India, we're going to Adelaide. Going to Adelaide. Home of the cock. <laughs> yeah, that's what they call it. Anyway, um. Was the cock crowed on this episode? Or are we going to no, lash out? No, we're, not, we're done. The cock's crowed. I think so. We've, we've broken the hour barrier. Um, even though the starter was a bit of a ramble. But, um,. We did miss out, we're going to miss out on what we said we'd talk about today is... <laughs> the density of bickies. <laughs> That's next week, man. We'll tease Stay. it. We'll tease it again. Buckle up. Um, characters in the game of tennis, um, personalities, where... Where are they? they? Where are they? <laughs> How do we get them? Yeah, please. We'll, we'll push that again. Um, we'll like, tease it again. Tease it again. We'll probably try and get some more information about this Netflix series because I think it's going to be... still a bit shunned at the moment. Like, public trying to... Yeah, yeah, uh, but right and yeah, I don't know. It's a tough one. We're also gonna try to do an NRL preview. Maybe we'll combine that with the Bickies. Two in one, Bickies characters and NRL. Yeah, triple threat. And 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 some Germany. Oh, I forgot about that. How are you, how is your Germany prep going? I downloaded Duolingo yesterday. What you got so far? The download. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Guten Tag. Guten Tag. Beer is beer. That's good. Yeah. Handy. Yep. Um, so, yeah, well, I'll, come back, I'll come back with you with more words next week. Very good. Do you know how to say tennis in German? Tennis? Yes. Thank you. Easy language. I've nailed it. I've, I'm ready. Guten Tag. Guten Tag. Tennis. Beer? What is it? Avidazen. Um That's which... a full interaction right there. <laughs> Hi. Tennis. Good Goodbye. Beer? Beer. <laughs> if you say it in a questioning tone, Beer? Hi, tennis. Ein Bier. Goodbye. Hang on. Beer? Beer? All right. Beer? <laughs> you raise the eyebrows. Dry. Beer? Yeah. True. You could. Ein's fine. Dry. Beer? Fear? Fum? Luftballons? Oh, tune. You got it all. <laughs> all right. We'll How much get work to the eyebrows, do. A lot yeah. of work. A lot of work. And the facial expressions. Yeah, you too. get it. They do a lot of work. Yeah. Which, um, tough in the mask. But we'll. True. We'll see. We'll see about Restrictive. it. Restrictive. Anyway, um, that's pretty much it. Thanks, boys. Thanks, boys. We'll uh, see you next week for some um, oh, bit of NRL prep.
Oh, just as the, the thunder storm. rolls in. <laughs> I'm scared, mate. All right, let's um, go. Are we? Is that it? You guys want to get some bickies? See you later. Let's do it. Can you hit that for me? Delete all. <laughs> this? Ah, uh, the circle, the red circle.